Welcome back to the Infinite Rabbit Hole. I am Jeremy. I'm your host. And today I would like to say thank you for listening in to the entire season of season four and getting to know your hosts and all of our love of the strange and the unknown. But today we're going to do something a little different. We're not going to just cover a normal topic that we would normally cover here in the Infinite Rabbit Hole. We're going to sit back and we're just going to chat today. We're going to cover our thoughts for season four and we're going to dive into some of the questions and comments and reviews from the listeners. We're going to introduce you guys to the brand new host coming up for season five. We're just going to talk. (laughs) We're going to have fun. This is different. The reality of it is, is that this show really takes a lot of research when it comes to the topics that we cover. And it's a lot to prepare for. So right now we're sitting in the middle of season four and season five. So instead of giving you something else that we're doing research on, we don't have any guests lined up for this, this little section here. We're going to just present you guys with something so that we're not just leaving you hanging in between the seasons like we are normally doing. We normally take three weeks off between seasons and you guys don't get any content then. So make sure that you guys have something for your ear holes. We're just going to talk. (laughs) So before we get into all of the fun stuff that we have ready for tonight, let's go ahead and introduce our host of season four, Jake. (laughs) (laughs) That is one of the hosts. Jake, how you doing, man? Dude, I'm doing good. Um, Yesterday, because I I think I told you guys that I had that pipe burst in the uh, the office wall. Uh, Yesterday, they fixed the drywall. And tomorrow, they're fixing the carpet. So tomorrow afternoon, I will be rebuilding and uh, resetting up the office. So I'll have my soundproof space again. So I won't have to worry about the kids next door screaming through the kitchen window <laughs> as I'm uh, as I'm trying to record and dogs barking in the backyard and stuff. So I'm, I'm super stoked for that. But uh, yeah, nothing much else going on. Rebuilding the bike and uh, painting's almost done and just kind of putting along. Nice. Good, good, dude. All right, and then uh, no longer the new guy because mm. we have a new host. We can't call him the new guy anymore. For now on, we're going to re- uh, refer to him as old new guy Jeff. Old <laughs> new guy Jeff, how you doing, man? What's up, everybody? I'm doing pretty good. <laughs> Living the dream, no longer the new guy. I'm feeling like I just got <laughs> promoted in some kind of way. I'm going to need a bigger salary. Thank you. What's uh, sure. What's going up from zero but still staying under zero yeah, well <laughs> a bigger salary than zero would be fine thank you thank mm. you we will pay you in gold stars okay i'll yeah. take it yep i was just gonna say we can give him a shout out on every episode Ooh. Like, and then there's jeff everybody applause for jeff I like there we it. go. I like it. That's good. That's that's all right. All right, that's, that's better good. than gold stars. Yeah, that that's probably what no, we I still get. want the gold stars. <laughs> I don't know. You can have applause or stars. Both. I heard applause. All right, good. <laughs> like I was saying, uh, for those that are listening and expecting to listen to an episode that deep dive into a particular mystery in the world that we normally cover tonight, we're just going to do some BS. We have season five coming up, and although we normally take some time off between seasons and leave our listeners hanging with no new content for a few weeks, we thought it would be cool if we just did it a little bit different this time. We're going to talk about the entire season from our point of view and answer questions from you, the listeners. Before we do that, 
we have a very exciting announcement about the upcoming season. We are introducing all of you today to our newest co-host. This co-host will present our show with many firsts. She is our first part-time co-host, our first female co-host, and our first international co-host. Hailing from the icy tundra of the Western Canada, from the most famous area for Bigfoot research in the world, I am happy and proud. (laughs) 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 I am happy and proud to announce our newest co-host for season five, Kenzar. Kenzar, welcome and thank you for joining the ranks of the guides of the infinite rabbit hole. Now everyone applause for Kenzar. (laughs) Hello, hello. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Hello. Hi, guys. Man, that is the craziest Finnish accent I've ever heard. Isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) welcome thank you hello hello are you ready you excited i'm stoked a little nervous because i'm not used to this but i'm getting there bear with me here (laughs) you're good you're good we're gonna start off this episode by just talking about kenzar introducing you to the new voice behind the infinite rabbit hole and kind of giving you a little background about kenzar herself Kenzar, while we're on the topic of you, can you tell everyone a little bit about yourself and what kind of interests you're going to bring to the show? Uh, well, I actually had to really think about this question because um, I like a little bit of everything and anything. So that's kind of why I got into this podcast in the first place, because you guys talk about a little bit of everything and anything. So when I, when I actually sat down and thought about this question, though, I realized that as a kid, I got really into the pop culture stuff and I got really into history and like artifacts and stuff like that. So I'm really hoping that I can bring a little bit more of a pop culture aspect to the show. And of course, I'm from Canada. <laughs> yeah. Canada is a cool place. I bring a different pers- perspective just because Canada. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Yeah. Part time co host. Do you want to explain kind of what that means and how you feel about that title? Uh, Well, as of right now, I'm really like the title of part time because I just started a new job. So I'm kind of in the middle of a transition stage. So I'm trying to learn all this podcast stuff and how I'm going to incorporate it in my life. Um, I'm really excited about podcasting, actually. Um, I was thinking about doing this for a little bit before you guys invited me on. Um, So this is, it it was just a awesome opportunity for me. So I decided, why not? Let's jump on this. Everyone who's familiar with the show knows who Kenzar is. She was our very first guest host from a, a fan standpoint, somebody that we don't know personally, and that's not from another podcast. So basically what happened was Kenzar sent us an email basically just telling us how great we are and how amazing and awesome and everything like that. Yeah. I agreed with all aspects of it. I'm like, gosh, we are amazing. You know, (laughs) we just sent it out. We're like, come on to a show. We we, we just be a part of it. And she said, yes. I almost cried from that email. Almost, almost got me. Not gonna lie. I kind of choked up too. Yep. I was like fangirling really hard when you guys emailed me back. I was like, oh my gosh, no way. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, no, I wasn't choking up because of how great we are. I mean, that's obvious, but uh, it was because of the content of it, which I won't share here. But yeah, it was, I mean, it was our pleasure to reach out to you and to, to hit you up and stuff. And it was so cool. 
having you on here for uh, the Windigo episode, which uh, that was I mean, lots of fun. Yeah, it was super. Stoked. I had lots of fun with that. Good, and it's you know a lot of people. I don't know if they're hesitant to to reach out. We've had a couple people reach out and just you know say hey and ask us a question here and there and you know be answered and and so on. There, there's a couple people that have actually even started podcasts because of our show. You know, at least they claim that it was because they they if love our show. Idiots and can do it, then I can do it too. That's literally <laughs> what I. That's literally what I told them. I was like, "Listen, if we can do it, then anybody can do this. <laughs> super, super easy." But yeah, so you know, I mean, we're we're totally approachable. You know, we have a good time on the Facebook group chat. Anyways, Kenzar, how do you feel about presenting your very first topic to the travelers Ooh. and to the infinite rabbit hole? I'm really excited about it, but I'm really nervous about it all at the same time. I was actually working on it not too long before we started recording here. I was, I've been getting really into it. Um, I've got quite the presentation going on right now. I'm super stoked about it. I'm just fine tweaking little things here and there. Um, but I'm really nervous because I feel like I, I have to set a certain standard. But at the same time, it'll be my very first time ever presenting something like that for this podcast so i i feel like i have a little bit of leeway but i i'm also holding myself up to fairly high standards for this i'm really nervous about it actually just gotta think about it like a school presentation except you get a lot more haters yeah i, I wasn't good with those <laughs> either better? make you feel better <laughs> i i come from a i come from a family of performers everybody loved to be on stage except for me i i would rather be behind the scenes so this mm -hmm. is this is very out there for me so i'm very nervous about that part i don't i have a little bit of stage fright about it um but that's that's pretty much it i'm super excited to get going in it though and uh, be a part of all of this and get this experience <laughs> Well, I already know what the topic is, and I think you're going to do great, but I cannot wait to tear it apart. You're oh, yeah. part of what's making me so nervous because oh, you keep saying that. I'm going to ask you such tough questions like, but why? You oh, know, my gosh. How? The age-old question. How is that possible? Yeah. Why? <laughs> if it makes you feel any better, Kenzar, I was super nervous when I did my first, like, 10 episodes. I was all pasty and nervous, like nervous sweats about it, but honestly it comes super naturally after a while so once you get into the groove it'll be good oh dude me and me and jeremy's first 10 episodes i'm glad that jeremy pulled them because i mean we sound like <laughs> idiots that never talked on the phone before like it was awful like we, we were talking oh, like like asking questions as if we expected the audience to answer them <laughs> it was terrible we weren't just talking to each other like we are now you know we're just talking to each other and then kind of addressing the listeners and they'll, you know, listen to it. But we were talking to each other like, like, yeah, you know, what are the, what are the listeners want to talk about next? And then waiting for five minutes to hear what they'd say. <laughs> like, it was awful. It's quite crowded. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's bad. It's bad. But yeah, so kind of a, a little bit more background on the decision to bring on another host. We thought it would be really cool. One to include our very first, like, I, I would call her one of our very first, like, super fans, man, where, you know, she Aww, was the first person to reach out you. to us <laughs> and everything. We just wanted to make sure she understood that we may be presenting this podcast to you. 
right? And it's a form of entertainment and, you know, it does whatever it does for whoever listens to it. But the, the, but the fact that she was the first person to reach out to us and say, thank you for what you do. I can't tell you how much it meant. So I really wanted to make sure that you felt special and that everything went really good on the, on the Wendigo episode. And it just made sense. So the, the part-time thing kind of came up and I was like, that fits really well because we do have good episodes when we have four people on, right? Mm -hmm. We have the three hosts and usually sometimes a guest and it goes good. You know, Jeff doesn't talk because it's not his stuff, but (laughs) (laughs) so it's usually just Jake and I, um, and it works. The reason why we're, we created the part time title is because during episodes that we have guests or anything like that, where a fifth voice might just be a little bit too much, she's going to step out. So she's not going to be in every episode next season. She is going to be in most of the episodes. So the episodes where we don't have a guest and we're just presenting, and we're also allowing her the chance to get more comfortable with the whole podcasting for the first time thing. Um, by you know giving her her one topic in the middle of the season um and she's going to be a reactor to all the other stuff so this it's kind of like baby steps but at the same time uh it also allows for her to 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 live her life like she was explaining before and adjust everything to the new schedule before she comes on full time for season 6 and we put her at work and make her the editor <laughs> see all the other listeners if you guys want to reach out to us come on we'll make you a co-host let's go (laughs) (laughs) we we have a habit of of making people into co-hosts so it's it's uh one for one let's make it (laughs) (laughs) uh it's not far-fetched but um if you're on the facebook group the infinite rabbit hole Facebook group, not the page. So you're, if you're on the, the group with the black logo, not the page with the white logo, you know, Kenzar, she's posted a lot of stuff and, you know, she's a friendly, friendly face and always loves to share really cool stuff. Like this morning, uh, you gotta understand we're, we're recording this on February 22nd. So like this morning, she, she was like a little comic strip. of It was, it was a little, it's called cryptids cartoons or something like that. And it was, the siren head and then a mermaid siren and then a little ad that said siren looking for siren (laughs) cute little little cartoon comic awkward yeah definitely (laughs) so so she's she's very active you know head on over to the infinite rabbit hole group again that's the one with the black logo uh where we're much more conversational over there the the page is more just for announcements and stuff like that you know if you if you want to stay up to date with all the news and stuff going on with the infinite rabbit hole go ahead and, and join the page with the white logo but if you want to be a part of the conversation make sure you head on over to the group on facebook with the black logo and that's where we're going to post all like articles and some really cool stuff and get to know kenzar our new host and also you know get to know uh jake jeff and i um we're very active over there it's a lot of fun it's growing Jeez, i mean it grew quick and as we'll get into later, uh, it's also very entertaining sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> but, but we'll get into that later. So 
Does anybody have anything else uh, Kenzar related before we move on? No. No, but I was told to tell everybody that today is Tuesday because it's Tuesday and it's also 2-22-2022. Ooh. Dang. Like, it's like the last time in our lifetimes it'll be six digits in a row, something like that. That's that's crazy. I knew it was two, you know, like two, 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 but I didn't put together that it was also Tuesday. That's pretty nuts. Get wrecked. <laughs> <laughs> you know what that means? Yeah, big socks. That's right. Yeah. No, it's not. I mean, it's not that incredible because the beginning of the week is actually on Sunday. So Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, it's the third. Yeah, you know, third. Ah, uh, so better, better luck well, next century. <laughs> maybe so let's move on to the Q&A the other day I posted on our Facebook group asking for anyone's questions or comments about the show for us to read and answer on today's episode we got a few bites but mostly it was just our old co-host CJ being CJ but no worries we'll we'll answer his questions too uh, but before we jump into CJ's questions we're going to do the real ones first and then we'll, we'll do CJ wow hey you know what it goes along with what he asks and it works, okay? Fair enough. So deal with it. All right, so question number one and question number two all come from the same the same podcast. The cast members of the Burning Veil podcast asked two questions. Mm-hmm. One, what was one topic you all agreed to scrap and not do an episode on? Who wants to answer that? I, I know I'll one answer. right off of that. Go ahead. Valiant Thor. Yep. <laughs> I would, that's not the one I was thinking of. Oh, really? <laughs> I th- I thought of two. What did you think of, Kazar? Uh, I first thought of Salem Witch Trials. That was the one I thought of. So for everyone listening, I was like, how does she know that? Well, because we have actually had a group chat with our number one fan, Kenzar, for a very long time. And uh, we we talk with her every day. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we shared the, the lineup for season four and everything, and and fire memes, <laughs> fire yeah. awesome memes and stuff. Yeah, and we actually sh- we shared the entire lineup, and we actually were going to have her choose another episode, but the lineup for the episodes of Infinite Rabbit Hole is dynamic, so things happen and it gets changed. We've already, I think, we're already going to make a change in season five already, depending on how serious Jeff is, which I really hope he is. You know what's funny? What? Correct me if I'm wrong. The reason why we scrapped the Salem Witch Trials wasn't necessarily because it was overdone, which it certainly is. A lot of the topics we do are done by other podcasts that are kind of grouped around with, with us. But because it was more of a history sort of a thing, and it was supposed to come out on um, on Halloween. So we scrapped it because it was like, this isn't really like, you know, infinite rabbit hole type. This is more like of a right. historical event that actually happened. But then we... Mm-hmm. Added in Krampus, which of course has its own cryptid element, but is mostly just a historical sort of like it's lore, but it's like a historical sort of like festival that happened and still happens in parts of the world. And it's just like, okay, so yeah, (laughs) more on the lorry side, right? We added some other stuff, but it was just like, it's kind of the same thing, (laughs) but there's more meat to it, I think. There definitely was. So you're you're absolutely correct. We we scrapped it because it was just felt like it was a it was history class. Mm-hmm. We dived into or I started doing research into like the specific 
you know, people who were being tried and everything. And, and there wasn't necessarily any like questions about it. It was, it's history. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it happened. Um, there's not a lot of mystery behind it. I wasn't really finding anything that we can speculate on. It would have just been like, yeah, that's true. And then that's <laughs> a whole it. A bunch of people did some really messed up stuff to some other people. Right. Yeah. But with Krampus, I was able to find stuff that was like, whoa, that's pretty cool. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, whereas like the Salem Witch Trials, we wouldn't have had that wow factor of like, oh, that's really freaking cool. I never knew that. I think it's because the Salem Witch Trials happened here in the U.S. And Krampus happens, you know, on another part of the world where mm -hmm. we're not so familiar with the traditions and all of that. So when we hear some of that really cool stuff that goes on, there is that wow factor mm -hmm. and how deep the, the, the story and everything goes, uh, I think was very interesting. I see a huge difference between the two topics, but yeah. Uh, yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah, there's, there's more, uh, I mean, it's from a different area. So there's, it's already more interesting, which is great that we have Kenzar. She can bring stuff from Canada, which is, you know, I don't know if people know this, but Canada is a different country than the U.S. Um, <laughs> but uh, also, a lot of these countries, you know, we, we really should explore more countries' lore and legends and cryptids and stuff. Because a lot of these countries have been established for a very, very long time. Maybe it hasn't been the same exact, you know, country name, but the land has been owned by a particular group of people for like a thousand years, 500 years versus us versus us, which is a measly couple hundred and all of our old buildings were ripped down and turned to malls, you know? So it's just like, ugh. I would definitely love to dive into some stuff from other countries. In fact, for season six, I'm kind of pondering something. <gasps> pondering? I'm not going to talk. I'm not going to talk about it right now because I don't want to ruin anything. Wow, but this is going into season five. Come on now. Don't, don't be letting too much out of the bag right exactly <laughs> exactly there's two answers valiant thor and do we Salem wanna talk about why we scrapped valiant thor or just move on you want to talk about it jeff we actually did valiant thor I, I did a presentation on it and then i just wasn't happy with it it was a mixture of things the vibe wasn't right for me and then it just turned out to not be like the greatest episode so we decided to just scrap it but i think we talked about possibly doing it in the future um better so hmm. yeah i think i think we're definitely going to be doing a valiant thor episode in the future because while i was doing the research for injured cold i actually found some stuff on valiant thor that i specifically did not include in the injured cold stuff for you didn't include something in injured cold that's amazing <laughs> yeah. considering it was Absolutely. four thousand pages <laughs> <laughs> he said he cut he cut quite a few pages out, but then um, uh, Asher's said, I think it was Asher's that said, I think in episode two, that there was a connection between Valiant Thor and, or a supposed connection between Valiant Thor and um, Injured Cold. I think it was Gray Barker and that asshole editor. Ah, yes. That brought it up, and she, she, had, she had talked about how those guys were kind of D-bags. No, I remember that part. I mean, yeah, we're we're talking about that, and I was like, I was like, well, why didn't that come out in the very first talking point? Because you know, and I went on this big long spiel, and then it was like cut off because you're like, oh, well, that's just made up. 
that's just a lie. But I think there was some reference to it in the beginning that there might have been at least some sort of a relation between the two that he was a Venetian or something like that. I don't know. Hmm. In any case, I can see that there would be a, a pretty there could be a pretty decent crossover which could add a lot more and make that episode a lot more beefier and uh definitely more entertaining for a uh, future release. I definitely think that the injured cold series that we did will be a very good starting point to anybody that is interested in the Valiant Thor topic. And once we do it, definitely going to refer to those that series. You know, anybody listening to it can get a nice side story to Valiant Thor through Injured Cold because it's 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 going to be very similar, except for Valiant Thor is more government. Mm. Like he was very active <laughs> within the government. But we'll get into that later. Um, does anybody else have any other answers for that? Nope. Nope. Uh, the Burning Veil podcast also asks, what was an episode you all hated to do, but did it anyways? Yep, I got mine. Go ahead. Fresno Nightcrawler. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, all right. I took so long to do the research for that. Because it was so difficult to get into the groove to do the research for that. Because I hated the topic so much. But like I said, it in that episode that you said, well, I gave you the choice and you wanted to do it. And I said, I compared it to someone who's just like, you want to be my best friend? And I say, no. You say, you want to be my best friend? I say, no, it's all right. I already have a bunch of best friends. And you keep going and keep going and keep going. until finally I'm like, fine, I'll be your best friend. You're like, see, I knew it. I knew you want to be my best friend. So, so I was like, finally, all right, I just, I just got to get it out there. I just got to get it done. And the entire time I was like, this is so ridiculous. I'm doing the research. I'm not enjoying it. I'm like, I just want to scrap it and just pick something else. Anything that could have like some validity to it whatsoever. And then, (laughs) and then it became a obsession of, I have to prove beyond a shadow of a doubt that this is completely fake. So that's where my attention went <laughs> when I was doing the research for that episode. That's why I, I destroyed it like I did in, in the very end. And I you know allowed for that discussion and stuff versus pulling a Jeff and just destroying it in the first couple sentences of the intro. <laughs> just being like, I can't, can, I can't help it. I have to do this. <laughs> Press the red button. But I... Uh, <laughs> so that was the whole thing. Because for me, it's like there's a lot of cryptids out there where there's no pictures of them, and all it is is hearsay and reports of people seeing something. And those have more validity than something like the Fresno Nightcrawler, where there is photographic and video evidence of the thing they're talking about, and it's the fakest thing you could ever imagine. And it's just like, well, that wraps it up for that. Like, there's a l- level of mystery with something that is never seen or photo- or never photographed and never, you know, never taped or whatever. But when you bring in like a photographic or video evidence of that and it's complete trash, it just destroys the whole thing. And it's like, man, plus it wasn't consistent uh, between the, the three or four different videos of the Fresno Nightcrawler cryptid. They're completely inconsistent amongst the group. Like, these ones have heads and these ones don't. This one looks like a sheet and this one looks like a robot. You know, it's just like, (laughs) it was just, I I did not want to do that episode. But at the same time, I wanted to get it out of the way and just get it knocked out 
and also um I still had to I still had to provide something that people would be willing to listen to and not be wasting people's times. Even if it's verifiably false, it's still funny and interesting. You know? And so I was just like, well, I still have to do a good job. I still have to do my research. I still have to do all this sort of stuff in a way that is not going to be wasting people's time because I'm not about that, even if I think that the topic is stupid, you know? But mm-hmm. yeah, that was that that was my one. As soon as I saw that question come up on the on the facebook i was just like yep <laughs> like, that's it jeff do you have an answer for me honestly i think the the one that just i didn't vibe the hardest with was probably the ritual review just because that movie um it was pretty hokey it was you know it started good and then like it just got really bad at the end and i just wasn't like super stoked about it but also like i'm not the cryptid guy as everybody knows so when we do the cryptid episodes, it's not that it's not interesting to me. It's just like I don't have much to throw out. Like when you did the Thunderbird, like I didn't, I, mm-hmm. I you know, there wasn't really much that I had. You know, I was kind of looking things up as you were talking about things. So I haven't, when, when we do those cryptid episodes, I'm usually formulating my opinion like as we're doing the episode rather mm-hmm. than beforehand. But the ritual was probably the one where I was like, ah, fuck this movie. Did you see Antlers? Um, I don't think I might have. I don't it think just, you should. It just came out a couple months ago. Antlers was actually pretty dang good. I feel like maybe I started it, but I didn't. I didn't finish it. I think I fell asleep or something. It's it's not a movie where you're going to go in and get all the correct lore when no. it comes to the Wendigo. <laughs> no, <laughs> but just from the the aspect of it being a creature feature, it's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Not bad. You know, they they have some pretty good jump scares in there, and and uh, the creature's cool. It's not a Wendigo, but it's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. I could not agree more, Jeff, about the ritual review. That was that was something that we tried. We tried to do a movie review. We've had a couple people bring up the idea of doing movie reviews, and it didn't work. Mm-hmm. Nope. <laughs> it didn't work. Uh, I also agree. I I didn't have a good time doing it. Um, although I do like the movie, the ritual, I think it's a great movie. I think the creature is awesome. Um, <laughs> oh, yes, man over here. <laughs> I think we, we also, didn't we do two episodes that night? Wasn't that like the second of two that we did that night? Oh, maybe. Um, we did two. So I think it was partially that too. So I was like already like over it, you know, I was ready to go to bed, but I can see that. Yeah. What are you trying to say? Saying I love you, man. Didn't you read your story that episode too? That's what it was. You read your story. Uh, oh, yeah. oh, I did. The story was good. I laughed at the splat part. Yes, the the, <laughs> the wet splat. Oh man, that was hilarious. <laughs> I laughed both times he read it to me, except for that other yeah. time where I fell asleep. Except for that time, yeah. So I haven't worked on it in quite a while, but I am writing a what I'm calling a book, but basically what I'm going to turn into a fictional story driven podcast. That's a spinoff of the infinite rabbit hole. And I, I read the prologue for it and uh, yeah, that's it. Is it called finite gopher hole? No, <laughs> no. Uh, I think, I think we're, I think the running name we're, we're going with it is tales from the infinite rabbit hole. Just, you know, that's not whatever. creative. It should be infinite rabbit tales. Ooh. Or, there you yeah, go. We'll, and, then, or and then for the rabbit holes. Orifices. Orifices, that's right. 
But and then yeah, oh, Infinite boy. Rabbit Tails, and we'll just have a whole bunch of rabbit butts as our logo. Oh, dude, so many. How about you name it the Jeremy Experience? That's so dumb. <laughs> Anyways, ha- haven't worked on that in a very long time uh, because of how much time and effort that goes into this podcast. But with my downtime, I will I'll dive back into it for a little bit. Dude, we're gonna do that thing up so well. So the intro for Krampus, right? So Jeremy recorded all the voices for that, with the exception of his wife, did the voice of the kid. And then he sent that to me, and I was just supposed to put some, like, uh, you know, I do the intro and the outro for every episode, and then some music that goes along with the intro and do all the fade-outs and, like, the hard push and the the drop when he says, welcome back, Jim and Ravel, all that stuff. I really enjoy it. But for that one, I just had this, like, this, like, reel running in my head. I'm like, I could do this thing up really well and so i just sat down at the computer and i started playing around with it and i i got it pretty much to where as if you were watching a movie but just closed your eyes right and so that's what i was going for for that and so i sent it to him and he's just like i'm so stoked for this book coming out because like if we could get those sort of sound effects inside of the audio reading or something like that or like when they're in the woods or whatever and you hear faint crickets like chirping or something like that and then the monster steps in and then they stop like we could really do this book up pretty well so hopefully when we do end up putting it out if that's a direction we go in that is you know and that's entirely up to jeremy because he's putting all the work into writing this you know hopefully it'll be something that the listeners will really be engaged with and be able to like really latch on to because not only will it be a cool story but a cool audio experience as well but all that takes a tremendous amount of work. Like just the intro for Krampus in itself, that three-minute-long intro I think took me five hours to kind of work out all the kinks and figure out all the sounds and where to place them and everything like that. It took a pretty long time. Yeah, so we have we have no announcements no. for that <laughs> at all. So uh, maybe around this time next year we might we might have a couple chapters done. <laughs> but um, yeah, no no. No worries there. Don't uh don't expect that anytime soon. I actually had almost zero feedback from that. Nice. So um I'm glad everyone liked it. <laughs> <laughs> um all right, so before we move on to question three, I'd just like to say thank you to the Burning Veil cast members. Gideon and I have uh talked a few times. He's been following our show and our good friends over at the Talking with Shadows podcast for quite a while and is a brand new podcaster with some stories that I think our listeners would be interested in as well. So make sure to head over to their podcast and give them a listen. Our third question comes from a huge fan of ours, Danny. 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 Jeff, get in on this. Danny. 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 Kenzar, one, one for you. Danny. Danny. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get a little bit more into Danny here in a minute. Awesome, awesome guy. Uh, he asks, what made you get involved in doing the podcast on so many different topics? I know Jeremy had a Bigfoot experience. (laughs) I know Jeremy had a Bigfoot experience, but were there more? Something from the paranormal experience or just a love for the subject in general? You know, I got into the the strange and the unknown because I saw something that I'm not I wasn't supposed to see or was am told now that this is something that doesn't exist. So my interest basically comes from, well, if I saw something you know, all this other stuff that's being talked about, there might be some other stuff out there too. Um, so that's just me. Then let's go ahead and toss that up to you guys. What do you guys, how'd you guys get into this whole topic? 
Well, I've been a conspiracy theorist for basically my entire life, and I have uh, my own show. I don't know if anybody doesn't know that already by now, but uh, it's a conspiracy podcast, and Jeremy had me on for a guest episode, Project Blue Beam, and that went pretty well, and then uh, he hit me up one day and asked if I wanted to join, so I was like, fuck yeah. (laughs) And don't be afraid to just name your podcast, man. You're more than welcome to. Shadow Band Podcast. Oh, there we're all going to get viruses on our computers now. Yeah, we're all red flag. <laughs> just because you guys associate with me, you're definitely on the Clinton hit list. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Jake? Yeah, I've seen some stuff. Things that I will literally never talk about on this podcast because they're for me. And um, they're not for entertainment of any sort. But had my own fair share of experiences. Uh, never seen a Bigfoot before. I'd absolutely share that on here. I saw a footprint when I was uh, camping last, but that's about it. Unless someone's listening to this for their very first episode, everyone knows because I probably say on every episode that I'm a Christian. And for me, the idea of cryptozoology, loosely, I'm loosely going to say aliens on this because I don't believe in any of that stuff. But um, cryptozoology for sure, strange natural phenomena, for sure. All that stuff for me is just a a statement to how great God is. Like if there is a Sasquatch roaming around out there, it's just another one of the wacky animals that we have on this planet. And for me, you know, when I when I look into these sorts of things, I mean cuz it is mostly just entertainment value, right? But when I look into this sort of stuff, it really draws me closer to my faith in God because I am just at awe and amazement by the way that things work and the way that things are set up and how intricate it is. And like, even if we're talking about like a Thunderbird and all that sort of stuff, I mean, it, it's the entertainment value that is there. It's, it's fun to talk about. It's, you know, something to kind of break away from the mundane and all that sort of stuff. But I mean, I look at this monstrous, you know, carnivorous uh, bird, and I'm just like, man, what an awesome god that made this at some point for whatever role it served in that point that it was alive. You know, just digging into that, it just strengthens that relationship and that faith that I have. So for me, it's not so much because I believe all the stuff that we're talking about or that it's entirely and and strictly entertainment value but it's a mixture of a lot of different things but now i don't know i um hmm besides that i just i'm kind of a jokester and i like entertaining people too i like helping people to kind of break away from everything and with all the craziness that's been going on in the world for the last couple of years it seems more important than ever to you know, give people a good outlet for escapism, you know, versus other things that are out there. I think that we provide a service to people, and if they can break away from the day-to-day and all the hysteria and, and, you know, what's the word that I heard recently that I really like? Fear porn that's out there. If they can break away from all that for an hour or two to listen to us kind of, you know— make them laugh by cracking jokes and ragging on each other and talking about some uh, some cryptid or something like that or or doing a deep dive on something, then fantastic. 
because there needs to be a lot less of that craziness and a lot more with people just, you know, hanging out. <laughs> I think that sure. I think that people are, you know, I felt it too, you know, some uh some crazy anxiety and stuff over the last, you know, couple of years and it's just like, man, we need less of that. So, I think that we're providing a, a pretty decent service to people and so there's a a lot of things that keep me engaged with this podcast, even if it means doing a topic that I really don't want to do, like the Fresno Nightcrawler, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, everybody. Bear with us while we take this quick break. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What about you, Kanzar? Uh, I don't have any cool experiences or anything myself. Um, but I've always had a thing for mystery and... I love asking questions. I love asking why. Why is this the Mm -hmm. way it is? Why is that going on? I want to know all the answers. Am I going to get all the answers? No. But it doesn't stop me from trying. Um, So that's why I got into, or part of the reason why I got into all this stuff. I just, I love the mystery behind all of it. I love the discoveries. I love, I like cryptids a lot because I can actually go out and try and find one. <laughs> um, yeah. That, like, that's the cool part about cryptids for me. And I, I live in British Columbia. Uh, I live probably an hour or so away from Sasquatch Provincial Park, nice. which is very well known for sightings. So I'm really excited. I'm going to go Sasquatch hunting this, this summer and I'm going to go find my own and finally get my own experience. Um, nice. I'm I'm nice. stoked about it, <laughs> but yeah, I've like it's the mystery that attracts me about all of this stuff, and it's the unknown. I I just want to know. I want to figure it out. It's a puzzle. Cool. Well, before we move into the next topic for the night, I want to give uh, Danny a huge shout out. Danny, <laughs> he's Danny. been a huge supporter of our show and was a new listener of podcasts in general. I think he was like, listening for like four months or something before he found us. And he began a very impressive binge of our show on December 18th. Danny tagged our Twitter page for the first time in one of his posts saying that he was beginning his third episode of our show and that he has enjoyed what he has heard so far. Then yesterday on the 21st of February, he tweeted that he has finally caught up just two months and three days later. Danny posted a very nice short Twitter friendly review for every episode after he listened and never had a bad thing to say. 70 episodes 
Danny has listened to in all that time frame, all while checking out a few other podcasts while he commutes to and from work for a few hours every day. I, for one, am very happy to have been able to provide some content and entertainment for him and all of the other listeners for their commutes. It honestly means more than I can ever explain. So, thank you, Danny. Dude, that, that's a that's a great guy. And he bought a t-shirt. Like, and he bought a t-shirt, yeah. Dude, best podcast ever. Danny! 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 <laughs> Danny! Dude, we gotta have yeah, him man. on. I will uh I will definitely touch base with him. I think we should definitely have Danny. Danny. You wanna be, about a, to be, you be a host, Danny? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're, like, we're gonna invite him on just to chit chat and be like, all right, so what topic are you bringing to us? <laughs> Let's go. So real quick, uh I have a question for you guys. Mm-hmm. What was your favorite topic that you didn't present this season? I I did so many of them, you know. Mm, probably. <laughs> well, does regional Bigfoot count? Yeah, yeah that that was the first one because we all presented. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Fuck it. Regional Bigfoot, love it. Probably either that or or Kelly Green, man. American Bigfoot. Kelly Green, cool. I also was a big fan. What about you, Kenzar? I don't know. I like them all, but honestly, if I had to pick one, it was weather mods. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, that yes. that episode came out. Right around the time that my city uh, underwent a lot of flooding, we were the entire city was underwater. So I was—I'm not used to that kind of flooding. I'm from Alberta originally, so I've never dealt with anything like that. So I'm panicking on the inside, and then Jeff goes and presents this weather modifications episode. It made me super uncomfortable, and I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm becoming very comfortable with being uncomfortable now and i like it actually you're welcome thanks jeff mine was also a jeff topic and that was georgia guidestones um i actually didn't know much about them at first we had a really awesome deep conversation on the on the episode itself um and i have gone on to research it myself a little bit and I definitely would love to revisit the topic sometime in the future, especially after we actually all get together and go down there and check it out ourselves. I definitely think that we can we can revisit that because that was a very, very cool mystery. I, I knew it existed. I just didn't know really anything about it. You're welcome. <laughs> I have a toss-up between two different topics um, for two different reasons. One is Atlantis because... That one was, geez, the way that Jeff was just pulling that information out of his butt was crazy. Like he's <laughs> he's pronouncing names of places that I would stutter over for five minutes. Like it was crazy. He's like, oh yeah yeah, go check out this place. And I'm like, okay. And I, it's literally like looking it up. I was like, that's crazy, that's crazy, that's crazy. He really presented that topic really dang well. And so that one was really cool. That was uh. That was, I mean, I was doing what Jeff was just talking about. I was researching it while the episode was going on. Like, I've got my microphone on mute so I can, you know, click away on my keyboard and look up these places that he's talking about, split screening with the, uh, with Zencaster. So I can, you know, make sure that I can just quickly switch over to being on mic so I can, you know, bounce back with some questions and all that sort of stuff. But it was just like, it was 
awesome. And then the other one was getting on uh, Carter Bushart with his book. And that was, you know, I, I maybe don't believe the idea of the mind-speaking Sasquatch. But reading through his book and then talking to him, I mean, he was just a wealth of knowledge, right? So I have tools that I can, the next time I go camping, I can look for certain things. I, I He had a billion examples, like pictures in his book of, you know, this is what tree structures look like. This is what, you know, directional signs look like, you know, territory signs look like, things like that that I can look for for myself so just like what kenzar was saying you know i could go and have my own bigfoot experience because that is one cryptid that i truly believe it could exist and the only thing that's keeping me out of the realm of does exist is having my own experience with it right so that one and then he sent me his second book and he signed it and it was just like that was a very cool episode or two episodes rather of having him on and just very, very interesting guy, and I really hope that we're able to connect with him in the future and have him back on for another one. Oh, yeah, definitely, for sure. I've actually already talked a little bit with him, and uh, we have something. I, I don't know if it's going to be for se- season five yet, but because season five is already pretty jam-packed. But, yeah, absolutely. So now moving on with the Infinite Rabbit Hole, uh, the show where we just stroke Jeff's ego. Uh, <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> um no uh for his first season where he presented his own topics for the entire season jeff really knocked it out of the park just just goes to show you that uh you know if you haven't jumped over to the shadow band podcast where it's his own show where he does with his cousin jade and and her husband creamer uh you should i mean he he really dives into the conspiracy theory stuff and everything you know he gets you know he really dives deep um, but the guy's very intelligent and his show reflects that as well. Not just the stuff he does here on Infinite Rabbit Hole. Does this mean I get the gold stars too now? Nope. Well, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> One or the questions, other. <laughs> questions five and six come from our old co-host CJ. Uh, his first question is, what was your best roast of that asshole CJ last season? Mm. I think, it, I think it just happened. I think it was when I said I was going to do it last. Um, no, there's been a lot that we've <laughs> roasted CJ on, but we still love you, man. Gosh, we, we still love you. We should we should just roast him right now. I mean, I'm sure we can think of something. I mean, he's just he's a giant nerd for one. I mean, you know, it couldn't be that difficult. Let's talk about that <laughs> podcast. He left our podcast to go do, and then failed at it, and now he doesn't podcast anymore. Oh man, yeah, what a what a waste, man. We should we should tell him about that. <laughs> <laughs> dude I, I love cj he's a great guy and i'm you know he's he's more than welcome to come back i've talked i've talked to him tried to get him to come back on he's got stuff going on so uh letting him take his time and yeah. uh you know still still love him still love you cj still love and, you uh, cj you're a cj you're a cj <laughs> can't think of any particular times that we roasted him but i know there's plenty jeff kenzar do you have any particular cj roast that you love the most Mm, I just know I'm taking all CJ's heat now, so you're welcome. <laughs> Don't worry. We're reserving some of the tank for if he comes back, all right? <laughs> true. Very true. We're just projecting our our frustrations of, of, of CJ onto you, Jeff. 
and you take it gracefully. I can't. I'm I'm very happy that you're you're able to take it so well. <laughs> I can't wait till he crawls back to us. Comes Ugh. crawling back <laughs> like I did, you know, <laughs> like you did. Be beautiful. <laughs> but you, Kenzar. Uh, in particular, no, not off the top of my head. I can't think okay. of any. <laughs> and then, of course, CJ has another awesome question. Uh, what cryptid do you think you can beat in a fair one? I'm guessing he's talking about a fight. Uh, so. The Fresno Nightcrawler, I'd wear it like a pair of pants. <laughs> <laughs> Take that however you'd like. <laughs> I mean it literally, oh, but you run with it wherever direction you want to go. <laughs> uh, that's funny. <laughs> what about you, Jeff? Are you going to beat that, sw- that swamp ape asset? <laughs> Uh, as long as he's not throwing live alligators at me, I could totally take him. Jeez, <laughs> oh, dude. But you, Kenzar, which cryptid do you think you can take? None of them. None? <laughs> None not, of not them. Even the, not even the, the Fresno night pants? Yeah. Not even the fr- Fresno night pants. How, how do bottoms? I take something on that doesn't exist? Well, it's a pair of pajama bottoms. It's a cryptid. Yeah. But, I mean, I'd be afraid that the, the sweatpants would be too hot. Like, I don't like being hot. You know, maybe I'd sweat to death or something. I mean, I, I don't know. It's scary. I did uh, offer for both of us, you, you and uh, me, Jeremy, to go over to find uh, the Jersey Devil with 44 Magnums. That offer is still on the table. I'm not going, no, because, you know, I, I don't necessarily believe that the Jersey <laughs> Devil is a thing, but that's like one crypto that I would not, or Urban Legend, it, I, it's not something that I would ever want to see face-to-face. Not ever. What about Just you, Kenzo, are you down? One. Jeremy's a big weenie. Uh, sure. Right, I'm down cool. to try anything once. Let's do this. Mm, nah. Expedition. But if there's an owl, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> that's my deal breaker <laughs> well we might have to go up to a smith and wesson 500 magnum then <laughs> okay <laughs> do it. you know that just reminded me of that was it american bigfoot or whatever we were talking about we were talking about the bigfoot and then we mentioned uh i think we mentioned like hunting one and that like it, it was off-putting but maybe necessary and then you mentioned Dogman. I said, shoot that thing with a bazooka. Like, it's just like... I don't remember, but yeah, dog. Oh, bazooka hunting for the Dogman. <laughs> it was Maybe we'll there. do another special later and, and talk about how we would battle each cryptid. But, all right, moving on. Thank you, CJ. You presented very deep questions. Let's go on and talk about some... Uh, not so good comments that were left for us. Man, we got ragged on. Ooh. Oh, we did. This I weekend this is great. going. Oh boy. We get there. We get there. Don't worry. <laughs> oh boy. Before we end the show on a high note and read off the good reviews and comments from season four, let's dive into the uh not so good comments. The first complaint comes from everyone's favorite troll, Digital <laughs> Assassin. Digital asshat. <laughs> so we've talked at length before about our response to it but we've never read the review on the show so here it is there's a lot of typos in here so i'm gonna do my best not worth anyone's time because these guys are a joke they're larpers who in case you don't know what larping is it's live action role-playing it's where people gather and fight each other very with fun activity sticks I might and, add. yeah 
<laughs> They're LARPers who also happen to be pogs in the Navy, mm-hmm. and they always reference that, even though it has no bearing on their experience or what they're, they're sorry, typos, talking about. So there's that fallacy regarding their authority. They wholeheartedly believe the government's narrative on most things, which makes me question them. They try to come off as truth investigators, but really they're controlled opposition who rattle a tin cup. Only those with nothing to offer act like you got to go to some Patreon for real depth of information. If the info they have readily available is any indication as to what they have, then do yourself a favor and toss your money into the nearest fountain because you'll get more for your buck. That's it. His amount of typos makes me question his literacy. Thus, I don't trust him. Can can <laughs> I can I also read Digital Assets review on on the Shadowband podcast? Sure, go ahead. Yeah. Okay, oh, here it goes. Please. All right, here it goes. <laughs> I says update it again. LOL. Show went from a hard hitting conspiracy show to a variety show for any new age grifter trying to plug their own show and peddle their feel good chaff. Come for the first few episodes, stay for the woo and Star Wars metaphors. The community is not one that you change, it changes you. This show has gotten into the wrong circles. But the host is cool. But to be honest, and I really mean this, with what's going on in the world, there isn't room for feel good anymore. I mean, MSM and everything and every streaming service tries to anesthetize you to what's going on. The guy just needs to internalize that more. He was on to something, but he went for a variety. I hope he reels it back because he did a phenomenal job on many of these episodes. And there are so many typos, bro. Just to go over the whole shadow band thing. He's changed his review for that show. How many times? Four. Four times. The very first one, he even talked about how bad the infinite rabbit hole was. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we are pogs and government shills. I mean, give the guy some credit, you know? Right. <laughs> so my my theory with Digital Assassin is that he listened to one episode, and I think that he listened to the Project Bluebeam episode, where you know we're talking about a lot of government stuff, and us being Navy, we talk about that. Mm-hmm. You know, yes, you know, we'll say we are military, U.S. military, and there are certain things that we can't talk about uh, in an entertainment in an entertainment platform. Um, and there's some things that we have to announce that we are part of the Navy or we're in the Navy and that our views do not align with the Navy's views and we're not talking on behalf of the Navy. So if that's what he's talking about, dude, whatever, man. I was just going to say the thing that bothered me the most out of that review, the thing that stung the most was being called a Navy pog because I believe the acronym is people other than grunts as if being a mechanic or an electrician on a multi-million dollar aircraft is such a terrible thing oh gosh i'm gonna have to get out and and go make you know fifty dollars an hour at a private company oh gosh (laughs) it's just like it was it was really silly it was like one of it was the only thing that actually got me out of that whole thing i was like that was dumb but it was yeah i I don't know a silly guy the the thing that gets me about this is that it's complaining about us not talking about things that he wants to hear on a show that doesn't talk about things he wants to hear. Well, we got that recently too. Well, we'll get into that here in a second. 
you you did a great job digital. I now want to leave, you know, the job that I love so much where I get to fix multi-million dollar aircraft or multi-million dollar fighting war machines and I'll go do what you do and move into my mom's basement and troll everybody. <laughs> Literally, if you I'm I just got to say this, if you look up that name and look up the word reviews he just leaves one star reviews on everything including like mobile games uber drivers you name it troll yeah sounds like a very happy person i wish him the best thanks for nothing dude anyways our second complaint comes from samantha who used to be a member of our group page on facebook <laughs> that was hilarious <laughs> i can't view what was originally said but it went something like this i thought this podcast was about actual rabbit holes but all i see is the history channel or something like that um i don't remember exactly how it went but i know it had actual real rabbit holes and history channel she said that she had had a talk with somebody who really was in the know and had real right. information and she was telling jake and i to shut up <laughs> that, that yeah one that was, funny, that was great i just uh i don't know I'm lost for comments on, I mean, it was, it was definitely cool to see the community like come together. It, it's unfortunate that, you know, it, it was just such a negative comment. And it was just like, it's one of those things where it's, you know, if you don't like the show, you don't like what we're talking about, where we're sharing Bigfoot stuff and, and everything, just leave. Like you don't have to yeah, come on and say like, this is stupid. And, you know, I thought this was about real rabbit holes and, and everything. And it's just like, there's no need, just go. You know, yeah, it's it's I just chalk it up to people are just vindictive and toxic. Like there's really no she was bored other like trying to explain that to people like like I think the biggest waste of time is when you're when I see comments online and people are trying to explain to someone else why they're being inappropriate and stuff. It's like some people just like to be crappy. <laughs> it's just the way right. it is. You know, it's just like and then you're just feeding the troll by being like you know, by being like, like, oh, you shouldn't do that. And you shouldn't say that you're just feeding that that energy of them being more crappy because it just they're getting the reaction they want, like a high school bully, you know? Well, let's let's get off the negative comments and onto the positive because it's getting close to just bedtime. OK, <laughs> um, anyways, I, I hope I hope she finds true you know, love in her life. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I wish her the best, just not on our group. That's all. Uh, anyways. My only comments for this is the same as I can say for anybody who has left the negative comments since the beginning of the show. We are very honest about what we cover. Mysteries of the world. Simple as that. We don't try to trick anyone. We don't claim to have answers to things that nobody in the world has answers to. We bring our points of view, comments, and research into topics. That's it. As the last part of today's episode, let's end it on a high note and go over our good reviews and give a few shout-outs to those who took the time to give us some love. Our only comment comes from my mom. Hi, Mom. <laughs> uh, who Hi, says, mom. Bigfoot is real. They are just too smart to deal with us humans. Uh, I agree. And then let's get into the reviews. <laughs> good job, Mom. Thank you. Um, the first review comes from our friend Danny. Danny! 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 Danny. Who left different reviews on a few different platforms, so I chose the one from our website, infiniterabbithole.com, to read tonight. Danny says, So I've only been listening to podcasts for about five months now, and I got hooked onto this one. What did I like about it? Everything. Well-researched, tons of details, cool special guests, off-the-wall humor, 
and a lot of amazing stuff. It's been a blessing to listen to. A lot of laughter, some really amazing subjects, and it's taught me stuff I never knew about cryptids, UFOs, and so many amazing cases I'd only heard of but knew nothing about. The research, the topics, the details, and the information provided, top-notch. If you want an awesome podcast, I would recommend this without hesitation. I've rated every episode five stars on podchaser.com. It's all that good. Thank you to everyone for doing what you do on, on that podcast, on the podcast. That's it. Good thank job, you, Dan, Danny. for this. And uh, thank you for all your other reviews as well. This is just the one I chose, but thanks, Danny. I really appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. That's awesome. Good job, Danny. Thanks, Danny. You're welcome. <laughs> the second review comes from iTunes and is written by a listener by the username of Easy Forecasting Tool. They say, I enjoy these podcasts as they are well thought out and researched topics. The presenters all approach the various topics from different perspectives, which ensures a lively conversation and knowledgeable presentation. Thank you. Thank you. Really appreciate that. Good job. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> You're welcome. The third review comes from podchaser.com and is written by the username Nyak817. Nyak says, Great mix of topics covered in excellent detail. Listen once or twice and you're hooked. Thanks, man. Appreciate that. Appreciate it. That's awesome. Good job. <laughs> the fourth review comes from our good friend Grayson. Grayson. Who is also <laughs> Grayson. We know that guy. It's cool. Guy. Uh, Grayson, who has left reviews on a few different platforms. I chose the one that he left on our website for today. Grayson says. Been listening since they started, and it's been nice to see slash hear them grow. Episodes are packed with well-researched information. They touch on numerous topics, which keeps the show interesting and fresh. Good balance of serious discussion and humor. If you're interested in the weird, strange, and unknown, I would recommend IRH. Thanks, Grayson. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate it, dude. Good job. <laughs> you're just going to say good job to everything. You're welcome. <laughs> Our last review comes from another good friend of ours, CJ from Podchaser.com. Oh, that guy. CJ. Yeah, it's that It's that CJ, by the way. Oh, uh, yeah. If cryptids and the supernatural with a hint of conspiracy and a dash of humor is a recipe for a great podcast, you found the perfect ingredient ratios with this show. Thanks, CJ. We miss you, bud. Good job, CJ. <laughs> Silence. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, CJ. Appreciate it. <laughs> Uh, there were a few others that were very short, one to four word reviews, but just as important, and we are just as thankful for those as well. So before we close this part of the episode, I would like to say thank you to AKB27, Nomad2103, Tart Art, and Bilbo Baggins for their <laughs> reviews for the show. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Or girls. Or both. I don't know. Thank you. Thanks, everyone. That's pretty much it. Thank you all that have taken the time to listen to our show, no matter what episode you listened to and when it was. As a reminder, the first episode of Season 5 will debut on Friday, March 25th, and on that day, there will be a few episodes removed from our catalog as we build our vault with episodes that no longer meet our standards, out-of-date information, and poorly performing topics. We do plan on making these episodes available sometime in the near future somehow, but haven't quite worked that out yet. Thank you to all the guests that we have had on the show this season. Yanni from the Crypto Chat with Yanni podcast, who joined us on our Bloop and Julia Sounds episode. Declassified Dave from the Hutch Hutch Society Conspiracy Hour podcast. 
who joined us on our coverage of the Rendlesham Forest Incident Parts 1 and 2, Carter Bushard, the author of both Sasquatch Down the Rabbit Hole of Strangeness and Sasquatch Evidence of an Enigma 2, who took us all on a wild ride into the world of the quantum side of Sasquatch, and Ashers from the On Wednesdays We Talk Weird podcast, who joined us on our four-part season finale on Injured Cold. Next week, we will be reinventing our first ever episode, which was titled Let Us Introduce Ourselves and Star Just Jake and Myself, as we reintroduce ourselves to the world and go into the personal beliefs on various aspects and topics of the unknown and take a look into the upcoming season of The Infinite Rabbit Hole. Thank you once again for joining us on this episode. Make sure to come back to join us next week at the next path in the infinite rabbit hole. Bye. 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 See you guys. Bye. Good job. Bye. <laughs>